All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that every about every guest every week, but this person actually is. And she's also talking about a very hot topic. You know, it's not, uh, I shouldn't rubbish on the other topics, but, you know, in the fitness industry, some of them can be like, you know, how to train older adults. And, you know, there's a little bit on the different side of things there. Um, she's an expert on Instagram. So she's an Instagram and business coach. She helps you make more sales and scale your business with your content without the overwhelm. She's had something like 15,000 students take her programs. She's got something like 30,000 followers on Instagram herself. It's the one and only Shirley Massad. Shirley, how Hello. are you? Hello, good. Thank you, Jono. How are you? I'm awesome. That's now, good. before we get into the tips, do you want to give the listeners a little bit of background? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, sure. So I am a social media coach, specifically um, specializing in Instagram content, and I help service providers scale their business so that they aren't completely burnt out and overwhelmed and not only doing, you know, the one-on-one stuff, but but also all the other stuff, but mainly monetize their Instagram content so that they're putting content out there and actually seeing a result for their time investment, but doing it in a shorter time frame so that we're not constantly creating content because we are not content creators, right? We're at, you know, business owners. We want to monetize our content, yes, but it's for the purpose of growing our businesses. So that is what I teach people how to do. I do have a background in pharmacy, Um, So I worked as a pharmacist for a little while and then moved into the marketing space and then decided to specialize in uh, social media, specifically Instagram. So that's what I do. That's who I help. I absolutely love what I do. I, um, you know, I have a few different things that people tend to jump into, but there are different, you know, levels of posting and different levels of building your leadership in any space and industry. But I believe that there is no uh, overcrowded niche. So I really believe that you can stand out no matter what. So that's what I help people do. Love it. Well, I think you got most people watching this or listening to this with more money and less time. Is that, that's the (laughs) the nutshell of what you can tell me how to do? Yes, yes, definitely. Awesome. So if you're posting a heap on social media and not getting any um, revenue from it, Shirley's going to be like, hey, A, let's post less or let's spend less time doing it uh, and let's monetize it. And I love how you said there about the content creator side of things because it can get a bit confusing if you're in business, especially if you're new to business. And it's kind of like, oh, I've got to do all this social media stuff and you'll get all these tips. Hey, you got to do this on TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. And there's a big difference between a content creator or an influencer, I guess you could say, and a business owner. And if you're a business owner and you're kind of taking advice from an influencer, look, there's obviously crossover, 
but there's a big difference. So that's where Shirley comes in handy. She's going to teach you how to monetize it for your business. So let's, let's dive in, Shirley. Where do we start? So everyone watching this, listening to this is going to be a personal trainer. Uh, They may have an online business. They may have a face-to-face business. They may be working in a gym. They may own a gym or a studio. Where do we kind of, and let's, Let's say most people watching this probably aren't super savvy on Instagram. Yep. Where do we kind of start? What's day one? Someone's like, right, you know, I'm I'm got a personal I've got a personal account. Maybe we start there. Is it your yep. personal account? Is it your business account? What do we do? So if you want to become known as the personal trainer to go to and not necessarily, you know, your gym or your company or whatever it is mm. that you're operating under you definitely want to have a personal, but obviously business account. So you want to have a professional account in terms of the technicalities on Instagram, but you do want to be seen as a human being, not necessarily a company or a gym. And the reason for this is that when people hire you as their personal trainer, whether you're an online entrepreneur or you are a face-to-face coach or personal trainer, it they really want to work with you mm. as the person. They don't reach out because of a piece of content they saw from some faraway company or business that they know nothing about. They're reaching out because they saw you as the person being different online to everyone else in your space. And I've worked with a lot of personal trainers and fitness coaches before, and it is a very, very crowded space, never overcrowded, but there there are a lot of voices out there. And in order to really stand out and have people notice your content, you need to be saying and doing different things. And this is why I really, um, it bugs me when Instagram gurus start to say things like, you know, create educational content or create inspirational content, that kind of stuff everyone's already doing. And the platform and the landscape are changing so rapidly that it's important to do something different. And so what I teach is brand building. And when you are brand building, you become known as the leader in your space. So you're no longer giving tips and tricks, you know, how to do this exercise this way, how to remove back pain when you are doing, you know, this resistant resistance training. That kind of stuff is great. It can make up like 10% of your content, but the stuff that's going to be really different is the transformational content. So this is the kind of stuff where you are telling your own personal train, uh, your own personal uh, journey and story about how before you became a personal trainer, what changed for you? What was that pivotal moment? What were you feeling at the time? And more than likely, this is what your current IC, your current ideal client are feeling in this moment. What were you feeling, thinking, saying, and doing? And then what was the pivotal moment of your story? And then how do you think, say, and do and feel now? And this is the transformation that they themselves are looking to achieve. And so when they see your story, and it's not a matter of, saying your story in one whole post, right? We'll be here for hours if we were to, you know, include every single detail in one post. It's picking out the pieces of your story that show the transformation, but from different angles. And you can create hundreds of posts using your story that will grab people's attention and be so different to everything else they've seen online because no one has your story. Mm. No one owns your story, but 
you. So this is one type of brand building content. Another type of brand building content is what I like to call authority content. And authority content doesn't mean that you are the boss of everyone and you tell them what to do and you are seen as an authoritative figure, you are seen as the go-to expert. And the way you do this is you say and do things differently. So if you have a controversial opinion or a different opinion or an unpopular opinion from everyone else in your niche, in your industry, say it. And don't be afraid to say it. Don't be afraid to ruffle some feathers because this is the kind of stuff that will attract the right people to you. So if everyone else is saying that this is the only way to achieve a healthy lifestyle or whatever your IC's desired outcome is, and you know differently because every single one of your clients that has come to you has achieved a healthy lifestyle using your specific method and your strategy, That is what you need to be saying online. Actually, unpopular opinion here, you don't need to do X, Y, Z to achieve X, Y, Z. And this is why. And then you show, for example, one of your clients' transformations. And so there is that element that people will not see anywhere else, or at least not in 99% of cases from other people in your industry, because you own those opinions, you own that story, you own those strategies and methods that you use every day for your clients. And so no one can take that away from you. That's great. All right. There's so much good bits of of info there. Let's dive into this a little bit. So um, in answer to that first question, personal brand is what we're going for there. So love that. Um, And I think that the message there is kind of, you know, if you're watching this as a personal trainer, your Instagram, and we might even speak about the specifics a bit later, but you're not kind of positioning yourself as like, I'm fitness fast results. You know, I'm John Petrahilos, who happens to run fitness fast results. We're more exactly. going that we want to be known as the the person. Um, yeah, then mentioned a couple things about content, which is great. Let's even dive into a, a little bit of those. Um, so you mentioned kind of two things, the transformation and the authority. And I think that's great because it goes... Uh, I think a good way to listen to that for people thinking is you need to have these things. Or um, if you're going down this strategy, you need to have those things. If you're just kind of the run of the mill personal trainer, well, it's going to be hard to be successful on Instagram because why would someone like, it's not like a a right. You know, I think a lot of time on social media, people think they have a right. You know, I'm a qualified personal trainer. I know what I'm talking about. That person doesn't. So I should be super successful, yada, yada, yada doesn't really work like that. It's kind of it's the old ice cream analogy with vanilla. You know, I can go anywhere and get vanilla ice cream. I'm not paying yep. more than a dollar at McDonald's, you know, yep. but Gelato Messina, which I remember you're a fan of, right? Yes, absolutely. I'll pay through the roof for their brand because <laughs> exactly. there's something different, you know? And even extra on Uber to get it delivered. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, so I think that's important. Let's dive into a couple of these things. So let's say someone's watching. Let's start with the transformation. Yes. Now, Question for you here, because this is always an interesting one for personal trainers specifically. It's kind of like down the line, half personal trainers had a big transformation themselves. They used to be overweight, unhealthy. They lost all these this weight, got really fit and, and did it. Uh, but there's the other half that have just always been athletes. You know, they were the athlete at school. They were the captain of the, the football team. You know, they almost yep. made it professional. So they might not necessarily have a story themselves of transformation. Your opinion, Shirley, do you need that on Instagram with that strategy? 
you don't need that specific transformation, but you do need your own story to be out there. And a personal trainer themselves would know that it's not only about losing the weight. There could be a lot of mindset you know, uh, barriers and issues that they were dealing with, even when they were captain of the football team. They could have been, you know, um, thinking of their bodies in a an unhealthy way. They mm. could have overcome relationship issues and that gotcha. was what was stopping them from going even further. So there are a lot of elements that you can bring into your personal story to portray that on social media, but it doesn't have to be only your story. It could be something that you witnessed happening that you don't want to happen to anyone else. You know, you could say something like, I watched my father, you know, become overweight and obese and suffer a heart attack. And Mm. this is why I decided to break the cycle and never, you know, um, allow myself to get to that point because I want to be happy and healthy here for my kids. And so that emotional connection in itself from that individual story is going to help draw the right people to that personal trainer because they connect with them on a whole different level than someone else who's saying, do this exercise to lose weight. You know, we don't want to sound like robots online. We are real human beings and everyone has a story no matter what. Yeah. And I think, and this might be controversial if I say here, but it's kind of like if you're a personal trainer and you don't have that powerful story, you may not be that successful, right? If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have a story. I was just always fit and always healthy. So I became a personal trainer. Do you really love what you do? You know, like there's got to be more behind that. Yeah, yeah, it comes it down. Yeah, sorry, you got you got sorry. It no, comes no, down go. to that passion and that why. And back yeah. to what you were saying about that entitlement of, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm qualified in this, this, and that. Well, mm. right now, two years ago, that might have worked because yeah. the space wasn't as crowded. But right now, you don't need another qualification. Yeah. You need to understand how to market your brand well and yep. grow your business by making more sales. And so that nurture and convert content is going to build your brand to a point where people are like, I want him. Yeah. I want her. Like, I don't want anyone else. I don't care that they have 2,000 followers and not 158,000 followers. What they're saying resonates with me so deeply that I don't want to work with anyone else. Yeah, love it. A couple questions there, Shirley. Someone's listening to this and they're like, Shirley, I get it, but I just... I know I've got a story, but I can't, I don't know how to craft it or, you know, I need help fleshing it out. Is that something you help with in your program or do you have any resources someone can go to learn that kind of thing? So two things, and you might um, shoot me for this one. So <laughs> the first one is, yes, absolutely. I actually have a thread inside the Social Standout Society, which is my membership, um, which doors are currently open, but they might not be when you um, end up, you know, making this go live but it is a thread literally called your story and people are posting their stories and I am giving them 10 content ideas and prompts for them to go and implement on their page because it can be a little bit difficult to flesh out the parts of your story that will be relevant to your ideal client and it's all about making it relevant to your ideal client. Like I could say I used to be a pharmacist and you'd be like, like, well, so what? Good for you. But if I say I used to be a pharmacist, I quit my stable, high paying nine to five 
and was successful in posting content on social media that generated double or triple or whatever my other income, then you're like, oh, okay, maybe this. And just just to clarify for the listeners, that was doing this business, right? There was a legal business that you're doing now. It wasn't uh, a legal gambling or, you know. No, 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 of course. Yeah. So the story and the transformation needs to be made relevant to your ideal client. The mm-hmm. other thing I will say, which might be a little bit controversial, is go on to ChatGPT. Yeah. If you give ChatGPT the right information, yeah. it can come up with a killer story for you that yeah, is a great. lot sexier than saying fact one, fact two, fact three. Because yeah. you can just go on and give ChatGPT all of the facts and tell it, act like a world-class copywriter and tell my story in a way that is going to con- convert my ideal client um, into a paying, uh, you know, client Mm. um, on social media. The purpose of this story is to gather content ideas for social media and and you can keep prompting it. So it might be a matter of going back and forth, but Mm. you can keep prompting it to come up with such a good brand story and you could Mm. read that every day and come up with at least one post for Instagram just reading that. Give us an example of that, Shirley, because that was my next question. I know you've given some like general ideas in that. Could you give us maybe a specific example, if possible, in the fitness space, if not, whatever example we can, but if possible in the fitness space of like, here's an example of someone's story and here's how they could get, you know, two or three specific posts from that. Yeah, sure. So um, I have a couple of uh, fitness coaches inside the membership who are also sobriety coaches. And so their stories are that they, one of them watched their father, you know, abuse alcohol and one of them themselves went through that, you know, in the past. And they, their story was that they went through it and then they came to a point where they realised it wasn't only affecting them but it was affecting everyone else around them and it wasn't just a matter of the hold that the alcohol had on them but it was affecting everything in their body. Their systems were not working. They were constantly feeling exhausted. They had mindset shifts that they knew they needed to make, but they couldn't. And then there was a pivotal turning point. And that pivotal turning point where whatever it may be is now their strategy that they use with their clients that come to them. So one of them has a five-step process that she takes them through inside her program that she herself went through. And she had tried AA, she had tried the other stuff. And so when she came to me with this story inside our membership group, I came up with content ideas like um, how my uh, sobriety led to me quitting my job and creating a successful business. Um, ways alcohol affected me that I that no one is talking about. Mm. Um, you know, uh, AA didn't help, this did. Mm. So all of these prompts and hooks become carousel posts. They become talking head reels. They become B-roll reels where she can literally just write something, you know, on something powerful over the top of her, you know, coaching someone as the visual. And that can convert someone into thinking, oh my goodness, I need to work with this person because she has gone through what I've been through, or she's literally reading my mind because AA didn't work for me either. And I need something so badly. Um, Or she's talking about the things that no one else is talking about. And I need to work with her. So that's the kind of content that's going to convert people from viewers into, I need this person. 
Mm, that's great. Awesome. All right. Awesome tips there. And the next one was the authority content, which is essentially yep. going against the grain in for, for an example to put it, where everyone's yeah. saying, do this, you need to say, do that. Can you give us an example there in the, the fitness side of things? So it would be hard to give a fitness example because I'm not I'm not an expert, obviously, in yeah. the fitness industry. But if you if you give me something that is so common, um, commonly preached in the fitness industry, I could easily like make up a you know a controversial opinion. Mm. It might not be your opinion though. So you need to think about you know personally as a personal trainer. What is it that I continuously say to my clients when they come to me that is that goes completely against what everyone else is preaching and teaching? Yeah. So for me, for example, everyone in my industry is teaching you how to get more views and go viral. Mm. So last night I posted something on Instagram where I literally said, this is why you will never see me post something with a hook, how to go viral. Yeah, love it. And then I talked about my own personal opinion and I probably ruffled some feathers because I'm mm. literally going against the people who I love and collaborate with yeah. saying, no, actually my clients and my community, I need to talk to them and mm. I need to nurture them. And that post converted people into coming into my membership yesterday. And so it, that don't underestimate that kind of content where you're literally mm. saying the opposite of what everyone else is saying, but it really needs to be your opinion. It needs to yeah. be something that you preach and teach. You shouldn't, you know, yeah. go all over the place because then people will come into your world and they'll be like, hang on a sec. The reason I joined is because you said you're going to help me grow my business as opposed to go viral. But then now inside your membership, you're yeah. teaching how to go viral, which obviously yeah, I don't yeah. do, yeah, but there yeah. needs to be a complete alignment there about what you're saying on social media versus what you actually do inside your offers. Yeah, love it. And I think another good message here, it's so interesting um, having this conversation, Shirley, because I think online is so crowded. Like to be good online, like you need to have something different, right? Yeah. Whereas I feel if you're kind of, um, especially if you've always been a face-to-face -face trainer and you've yep. got most of your kind of client, you've been in the gym and you're kind of fit looking and people come up to you and, you know, like you don't really need to to be that kind of different. But I feel to be successful online, you really need something. You know, it goes back yep. to that point we said before. You can't just because I'll give you another example. A lot of personal trainers are probably watching this thinking like, but fitness is fitness. You know, just have some more calories, eat healthy, train a little bit harder, train a little bit longer. Like it's not rocket science, it's actual science, you know? But I yep. think the the answer to that is we'll find a way. You know, like if every other person is saying, Hey, you've got to do you know, whatever, 30 minutes a day of, of exercise, find a way to make it 15, get creative, Yes. right? Yes. If, if everyone's saying, oh, hey, you need to have this specific diet, find a different one. You know, like there's got to, like, yep. there's got to be kind of a reason is what I'm getting from, from this message yes. here. You can't just expect. So there's got to, yeah. if you want to be successful online anyway, either find that powerful story or find that authority content or do, or, or ideally do both. Um, yeah. But you kind of need at least one, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'll, I'll say a couple of things about that. The first thing is if you're, if the people consuming your content online or the people who come across your content can Google what you're saying and get the mm. same response, it's rubbish content. Yeah, It needs point. to go. Yeah. The second thing is in order to do exactly what you're saying, so convert people and actually get noticed online, you need to get inside your ideal client's head. Mm. So you might think it's not rocket science and you might think mm. it's just 
plain old science, but they don't know that. Think about what they're saying, thinking, doing, and feeling. What are they actually feeling? Not what you think they're feeling just from, you know, what you used to feel. No, really get inside their heads Mm -hmm. and your hooks and all of the value you give on social media needs to be in their language. That is the number one piece of advice I can give about any content you put put out there, whether it's in your stories, whether it's in your feed, you need to be speaking your ideal client's language. And the reason for this is that if you are speaking industry speak, and if you are talking about your own thoughts and feelings and your story without making it relevant to them, they're literally going to look at your post and think to themselves, she is not speaking to me. He is not speaking to me. That's what they're going to think. And so they're going to scroll on by. Um, And then the last thing is that you need to be doing things differently. So even if you are a face-to-face personal trainer, think of ways of how you can scale your business by creating online offers. Mm. It doesn't matter that you've got this one-on-one, you know, coaching face-to-face. You might absolutely love that. Fill your calendar up with that. But what if you could create digital products or programs that you can do on top of that that is a a once-a-week yeah, only so many exactly. hours you can do your one-on-one PT. Especially, it's not even a nine-to-five. At least yeah, a nine-to-five, you know. You exactly. can kind of PT. Imagine training someone eight hours a day of training people. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people work nine-to-fives, and yeah. so it would be outside of those hours. So, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't question: is that really what you want? Because it really could be, and that mm. could, you might you might want to, you know, have a nap at twelve p.m. and have a shower at one p.m. and that could very much suit your lifestyle that you're working. <laughs> you're speaking you know, to the exact person now. <laughs> so you might very well, you know, want to train people between 5 and 10 a.m. And then again, mm. from 5 to 10 p.m., that could be your dream lifestyle. But what if there was more? What if you could get filthy rich yeah. so that you can fulfill those other parts of your life that you define as successful? You know, pay your mortgage off quicker. Mm. All of these things that lead to that complete, you know, pathway to success why why not why not research into that stuff and so even for the face-to-face um service providers who come into my world I always look at their offers and tell them more okay it's great that you do this one-on-one service face-to-face or you know web design or whatever it is that only you can do for one other person but what if there's a scalable part of your business that you haven't even tapped into yeah it's um yeah it's interesting so i'll cover a couple of things there um i like what you said about the ideal customer i heard this marketing Mm. quote ages ago i can't remember who who said it but it rang so true in my ears it was along the lines of um if you want to be a successful entrepreneur fall in love with your ideal customer not your product and that's that comes across any industry you create this thing you think it's the best yeah it doesn't matter what you think it's what the person buying it thinks right no one cares until you give them a reason to care and especially in the fitness side of things, you may have think that you've created the best program in the world, but if no one else wants to do that program, doesn't really matter. So I think that's yeah. key there. And I think you hit it on the head. The more you can speak to the ideal person, the better. Where yeah. trainers are guilty is a lot of the time um, we feel judged by other trainers. So we're kind of like, oh, we'll put some content out there. But if we dumb it down and speak to the general public person, other trainers are going to think I'm dumb or don't know what I'm talking about, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and I actually get your opinion on that because I'm guessing that probably goes across other industries as well. You know, yeah, it's kind of like it goes, you're worried it goes about yeah. my industry. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are my, your, my because I guess my, well, my take there is also they're not the ones buying off you. So like yeah. 
who cares what the other trainer thinks? But go, exactly. let's, let's see yours. And that's exactly what I was about to say. Who cares? Yeah. Are they are they the people that you're speaking to? Mm. And if you are finding that the majority of your new followers are other personal trainers, then you are doing exactly that. You are too afraid yeah. to put your content out there in dumb it down yeah. in, you know, inverted commas, um, ways that you are losing, you're, you're pretty much leaving money on the table. Yeah. And you are speaking to the wrong people. So you're inviting the wrong people into your world, onto your Instagram account that are never going to convert mm. because you don't want to convert other personal trainers. You want to convert your ideal client, you know, that tired mum who knows that she needs to work out and, you know, eat healthily, but she just can't find the motivation. That's the person you need to be speaking to. That, you know, gentleman who works nine to five in a very stressful corporate job and can't find the time of day to even, you know, have a shower, let alone go to the gym. Mm. So what are you going to do and say online for those people? And if you, it comes from a place of kindness as well, but mm. by not putting that kind of content out there and speaking to your ideal client, you are depriving them of the service that you can offer. So mm. you are doing them a disservice, putting your content out there, even salesy, you know, promotion, you know, salesy, you can never be salesy when you're running an Instagram account that is a business account, right? You mm. need to put promotional stuff out there. But when you truly come from a place of kindness, you tend to promote things in a way that is very nurturing and valuable to your ideal client. So my, my take on that is who cares what other mm. people in your industry think? You're not there for them. You didn't go online to, you know, make friendships with other people mm. in your in your space. That's a great byproduct of creating good content and, you know, having people attracted to your Instagram account that are from your niche. The algorithm will pick up on that and show them your content and your account. That's a great byproduct, but it is not the primary purpose of your Instagram account. Love it. Awesome. All right. Let's pivot a little bit. I'm sure you've got more tips in terms of that as well, but also that's what your program is for. So if people are interested, yeah. you know, you can click there and check it out. What about in terms of, I guess, how we portray that message, Shirley? Like, that's great. We've got some really good types of content we can create and different ways to do it. But do we do reels? Do we do stories? Do we do carousels? Do we do selfies of ourselves? What's the, what can you kind of tell us on how we actually deliver that message? So you can do all of the above and you should, right? Like if you had, if we had this conversation maybe a year ago, I would say amp up the reels and, mm. you know, still do the other types of content, but your reels should really be the priority. Right now, there is a very good balance across the board in terms of the formats that are being prioritized. Um, and so I would always recommend for service-based business owners, as well as coaches, you know, people in the fitness industry to create a good balance between uh, reels and carousel posts for their nurture type content and convert type content. I would say reels for uh, reach type content. So if you want to reach new people, create trending reels that are relatable. And, you know, these days you don't even need to set you don't need to do much or lip sync or dance or point mm. or anything. You could literally look at your screen and give like a sassy kind of look with the audio playing in the background 
and then have a really strong hook on these. And the trick with these relatable reels is to not be relatable to other experts in your niche. And this Mm, is where thinking and feeling like your ideal client comes in. You need to literally become your Mm. ideal client. For example, for me, I talk about um, if, if I was to create a relatable reel, I would talk about how my reach is down and how I'm about to give up on my business. Do I feel like that as social Shirley? No. Have I in the past? Yes. Are my current ideal clients feeling like that right now? Yes. So I'm relating to them, not other experts in my niche. So that's that's the really important piece there. Um, so relatable reels would be trending that I'd recommend trending reels to uh, reach more people nurture content, talking head reels, B-roll reels, and carousel posts. And then for your single image posts, you can absolutely post selfies, befores and afters. I would do that for client stories as well as your own story. Um, And then when it comes to stories, stories are such a good place to sell. And I've got an entire um, a three-part masterclass as well as, you know, prompts and templates and all the, all the rest of it just for selling on your stories because it truly is an art. You need to embody what you preach. People need to see that daily and then you convert them on your stories because the algorithm has picked up that the people watching your stories are your most loyal fans. They're already the people who know, like, and trust you. So you don't really need to do the extra work there to convert them. You can literally just, you know, push them that little bit further, give them that extra nudge, and there is an art in doing that, and you will have them clicking on your links, DMing you, buying your offers, booking in, whatever the purpose of your stories are, it will lead to that conversion. Gotcha. In terms of, let's say in terms of, I guess, any of, let's say we go to the the sales process there. Yep. What does, I guess, that look like? Is there, is it always, yeah, let us know a little bit about that. Is it, you know, clicking the link in the bio? Is it via the story? Is it via DMs? Is it, um, are are you having interactions in the DM? Is it go to this page? Like, what can you tell us about the actual, now, great, we've got this audience, they're following us, you know, they're engaged in, in what we do. How do we actually get those credit card details? Yeah, yeah. So it depends on your booking process. So if you are a face-to-face um, personal trainer who, for example, only takes clients through application, then you would have the link to your application form on your story. If you are someone who wants to have like a mini sales call or discovery call in the DMs, then you would say, you know, DM me the word fitness mm, or whatever. Gotcha. And so people would be responding to your DMs. You could even have a um, sticker on stories that you could just say, tap here if you want me to DM you with more details. Yeah. Um, you could have links that go directly to your programs. If you're an online fitness um, trainer, yeah. you could have links that people can literally just pay and they're in. And that's that majority of the time, that's what I do. So I will put the link to my offers. People pay, it's all automated and they're in. Um, and so there are so many different ways of doing it. But the most important thing is to create the type of content before that point yeah. on your stories that helps people realize this is an actual human. That's the first thing. The next thing is this person says what they say they do. I can see them right here behind the scenes Mm, doing what they're telling me to do. Um, And this person knows what they're talking about. 
And that's when um, creation content, that's what I call it on stories, comes in where you're saying, if this is what you thought you needed, that's actually wrong. That's not the problem. Mm. This is the actual problem. So it's problem aware content where people are looking at your stories and they're going, oh my goodness, this person's speaking to my soul because that's what I thought I needed, but there is another way. Let me DM them. Let me click on their links. Let me buy their offers. Um, and then you also need to create content that builds community. So using those uh, features like the polls and the question stickers, uh, getting giving people the opportunity to ask you questions. I bet you people have a million questions to ask a personal trainer that they follow. Um, and giving that value on your stories where people are like, oh, he answered my questions. Like he knows what he's talking about. Um, and so it's creating the, I call them the five essential story selling types of content. It's creating all of those types of content to get them closer to the sale before you create um, the call to action, which is DM me, click on this link, um, you know, fill out this form, whatever it may be. Is that all in the stories? Like in your, say yes. in your reels and your carousel posts, there won't be things in there, which is, you know, click the link in my bio or DM me this word, yada, yada, yada. So I used to never promote on my feed. You would have never seen me have a call to action on a carousel post that was like, join my offer. Mm. But now I do because I um, have given enough value on my feed yeah, gotcha. that I don't care if I look salesy and my community doesn't care either yeah. because they have gotten so much out of my free content that when it comes time to sell an offer, I'm going to put that promotional call to action and I don't mm, really... Gotcha you know, care what the consequences are. If people are going to unfollow because of that, then I was never going to convert buy anyway. them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, gotcha. So, so build up some some trust equity first yes, essentially here. Definitely. And now you're getting all this this positive feedback and whatnot. Exactly. Okay, now we can just add a little PS by this thing down the bottom. No one's going to care. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but gotcha. you can start selling on your stories right away. Yeah. I wouldn't wait for anything. And that's why um, so stories are the safest place to sell. If you feel salesy and you're worried about what people are going to think, go straight to stories and you could sell every day and someone who is your ideal client would need to see that seven times. That's yeah, the yeah. average before they actually buy. And so don't be afraid to, I sell almost like 99% of days. You will see me selling something on my stories. And That's people love great. watching my stories because I'm including all of the different types of content that make me human and give me credibility and build community and help people understand that they have a problem they didn't know they had. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. All right, cool. There's a couple of questions I always like to finish up with, Shirley. Uh, one of them is around mentors. So you're obviously yep. a mentor for plenty of people out there that want to grow their business using Instagram. I'd yep. love to hear who your biggest mentors have been. Um, and if you could give us a few different examples, if you yep. could give us like a paid mentor to so someone yep. you did their course or program, whatever, and you learned heaps from it, uh, an unpaid mentor, someone you don't pay, but you follow them on Insta or you listen to their podcast, YouTube channel, whatever it is, uh, and a book that you recommend every service provider should read if they want to sell more of their stuff online. So mentors, so, paid, unpaid, book. We went through this last time, Jono, and I told okay. you I don't have the time to read. <laughs> okay. Yeah, completely forgot. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Um, I, I, Let me get back to you about a book. I'll give that to you in writing and maybe you can add it in the notes. But my paid mm -hmm. mentor at the moment, and I'm absolutely obsessed with her and I understand you met her in San Diego, mm -hmm. is Corinda Gosling. 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, she's just... Yeah, I met her like last month or something. Yes, yeah. Australian, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's absolutely incredible. She has built a digital product business um, that has made over 1 million USD in less than three years. Um, so she is um, my beautiful mentor, one-on-one coach at the moment. And then for unpaid, someone I am absolutely obsessed with is um, her name is Virginia Diasis. And she is incredible at story selling. If you want to, if you want to learn right how to sell on your stories, first buy my product, Selling on Story School. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but then if you want to see it in action, but very regularly, like she will post 20, 30 stories a day without a care in the world. And That's she awesome. has people hooked. Yeah. I love just watching her for the fun of it, for the pure fun of it. Yeah. Um, Virginia DSS. So she um, is incredible at story selling as well as brand building authority content. So you look on her feed and you know that she gives no beep about anything mm-hmm. um, and what anyone else says or thinks of her content. She says it how it is. So I just thoroughly enjoy watching someone who practices what they preach um, and actually follows through and doesn't give a crap and, you know, does all the things to build their brand. So they're my um, two beautiful humans that are getting mentioned. Love it. Awesome. All right. Uh, To follow you, Shirley, I'm guessing Instagram is the best place? Yep. It's all happening on Instagram. So my handle is social.shirley and you can find me there. Um, DM me if you want to chat about anything, um, have a look around and yeah, enjoy. Awesome. All right, Shirley, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything I should have asked you, but forgot to, or anything you wanted to finish us off with? No, I think you did an absolutely fabulous job. And I I hope all of the um, personal trainers and fitness coaches get so much insight and value out of today. Awesome. All right, Shirley, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your clients' needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.